0: So I've been thinking a lot about stumbling blocks since reading this week's gospel. I think they're aptly named, these stumbling blocks that pop up and impede our path, change our trajectory. Sometimes we're able to catch ourselves with just a wobble. Sometimes they make us fall. And when we're unsteady, off-kilter, it's easy to miss the opportunity that a stumbling block may present as we course-correct and try to resume our path. In this week's Gospel, Jesus begins his turn towards Jerusalem, to what waits in there. And when he shares what's coming, When he gives a glimpse of the road ahead to his disciples, Peter's reaction is to put on the brakes. He doesn't want to hear about it. Maybe he's not ready for the shift that's to come, or maybe it's the details that don't sit right. But as we just heard, Jesus calls him on it, rebukes him. Peter, the rock, has now himself become a stumbling block. Sitting on this side of the story, we know what's going to happen, which perhaps makes it easier to accept Jesus' rebuke, even if it's surprising, perhaps unexpected. After all, it was just in last week's gospel that Peter was named the cornerstone But I'm left with this image of a stumbling block, of things put in one's way that change the focus from the path God has set us on. Not just biblical stumbling blocks, but the ones that pop up in our own lives. The barriers to us being the people that God wants us to be. That is perhaps the harder thing to consider, I think, because this time the sentiment is directed at us. It's harder to see the stumbling blocks around us. After all, that's what makes them stumbling blocks. But they're there in our lives Often, they're the progenitors of the things we call vices or bad habits. They weigh on the side of inertia, the status quo, the parts of us that have trouble with change. And like in this week's gospel, sometimes they're us. And they not only exist in our lives, they sit embedded in our institutions as well, those bumps in the path often look like practices that are anchored by the sentiment, we've always done it this way. Because this is what we know how to do. This is what we're comfortable with. Yes, it's important to not lose sight of those things. It's important to be mindful of the foundations laid before us, of our history but not if we lose our ability to wonder about what our path could be or should be. Peter thought that things would continue as they were, that he and the disciples would continue doing what they had already been doing, following Jesus and preaching and teaching. But Jesus reminds us that there is more that waits for us, when we let the spirit have its way with us, and when we make room for what could be. The poet Khalil Gibran reminds us that it's not enough to recognize the stumbling blocks, but that we must remember to do something with them. And as we spend our fall talking about discipleship, I hope that you hold that thought with you. Here, Jesus' exhortation is not to condemn Peter, but to make plain the seriousness of the path ahead and to clear the way of any obstructions and maybe to help Peter get out of the way of himself so that God's will might be done. And as we look and move forward into a fall that looks more than a little different than the last one did here at St. James, it is my hope that in the days and the months and the years ahead, that we will all work together to identify and remove that which makes us stumble, those blocks in the road, so that as we move forward and as we live into the life that God truly desires for us, we might smooth the way and end up with a path made better, not just for us or those behind us, but for everyone all around us. Amen.